Perfect? Bang on my chest if you think I'm perfect. Go ahead, bang on it. No heart? You gotta have heart. Miles and miles of heart. This is Patchwork Heart Ministries Young Catholics Respond, brought to you by Breadbox Media. Now, here's your host, Bill Snyder. Thanks, Adam, and welcome to the program, everybody. I am Bill Snyder. This is Young Catholics Respond, and thank you so much for tuning in and listening to today's program. No matter where you're listening from, it is just a joy that you are listening. Uh, I want to remind you that you can head over to our Patreon and subscribe to our premium access. We've got a lot of great premium access content for you, and we want you to head over there and uh, get your subscriptions. Uh, There's a $10 a month audio subscription called Hear Your Faith, and then there's another uh, subscription that is premium video called Discover Your Mission for $25 a month. We have great premium content delivering uh, to you, and this month, uh, for certain, we have our friend Kendra Von Esch doing a whole series on the video on her road to the Blessed Virgin Mary, her road to Mary. So uh, we're going to just want you to head over there and grab your subscription uh, to our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash patchworkheartministry. It's that easy, folks. Uh, so I don't want to waste too much time uh, in commercial land today, though, because I have a wonderful guest, and her name is Nancy Ward. She is a journalist, author, and speaker at nancyhcward.com and joyalive.net. Through her Sharing the Faith Story workshops, she shares her conversion story, Uh, at Catholic parishes and conferences, equipping others to share their stories. She facilitates two Catholic Writers Guild critique groups, serves on the board, and speaks at National Catholic Writers Conferences. So, uh, Nancy, welcome into the program. It's so great to have you on Young Catholics Respond. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. (laughs) It is. It's a great blessing. And, uh, you know, our, our mutual friend Tony Agnesi connected us, and, uh, and and said Nancy would be an awesome guest to have on the program. I, I agreed after after seeing some of your uh, great uh, writing and, and just a wonderful heart for the for, for Jesus and the church. Um, and so I wanted to ask you uh, because you have the new book out all about sharing your Catholic faith story, um, I want to hear a little bit of your journey. I want to hear a little bit of how you came into the faith and, and uh, your Catholic faith. Well, I was, um, I guess my faith story started when I was a year old and I was baptized in my grandmother's uh, Protestant church. I dearly loved that church. I was as devoted to that as, as I am now to Catholicism. And um, when I was 15, I went on a, a youth retreat and was just overwhelmed by, by the love of God. And I, the first time I realized that God was real and he loved me, I just... It was just so hard for me to believe, but I just loved it. But the thing is, I couldn't tell anyone about that experience. Not even the youth director, not even my parent, my family. And so I just kept it all inside like this little precious treasure. I could, like I could never share it. And so three years later, after that, my father died suddenly. And Bill, there was just nobody that could console me. There was just no way available to console me. Let's put it that way. And, and Jesus just um, consoled me. He was there through the whole thing. And that's when I knew that he would never leave me. But I just still couldn't tell anyone about my experience. But I decided at that time that my goal was going to be to have a Christian family. And I prayed for a devout husband. 
Mm. Well, I met this man in college who was a wow. Catholic, and it was just kind of startling to me because I knew he was the one for me, but I, I really didn't know how to resolve all this. But we struggled through that, and, and God just showed me it's okay, you know, do that. So, because he, he had the same goal for me, God did, yeah. Yeah. but he wanted to be a Catholic. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's where it came. And so I, I went to the to the process. Uh, we married in the church, but without mass. And I went through the, um, uh, at that time you had inquiry lessons and uh, kind of tried out the, the how, how it was be to live a Catholic. And, and so then I, I finally got this peace in my heart that, that I would, that I should be a Catholic. And, and, and that's a very, um, that's a very normal story of becoming a Catholic. And still, I didn't share my faith until I'd had a, a renewal experience many years later where I really got that fire for the, of the Holy Spirit and, and just, um, <laughs> I was just compelled to start sharing my story. So I didn't, I didn't really um, know how to share it. And so I started researching that because I wanted to, do, be, I wanted to, to be effective. Yeah. And I came across the writing of uh, St. John Paul II, who said, and he taught in most of his teachings, the most effective way to evangelize is through our personal witness. And I said, well, maybe I can do that. And so I learned how to do that and realized that people don't know how to do that. Mm -hmm. I thought, well, you know, what do I really have to share? My story is very ordinary. You know what I discovered, Bill? When you have an unusual, unusually, unusually usual story, yeah. people relate to that Amen. because they don't think their story is any different. They want some big, uh, uh, you know, like Paul, not uh, right. knock me off my horse, or uh, Scott Hahn. They want something spectacular, but people relate to our stories because they they also have something very special for them, but. They don't think it's important, and it's very important. I, 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 you know, I couldn't agree more. I could not agree more with that, Nancy, because you know when you take a look at uh, the number of Catholics that are out there that come into the church in different ways. You know, whether it's through the RCIA program or through a uh, you know normal uh, process, and they end up being lit on fire through uh, something later on in their life. Uh, people need encouragement. People need encouragement to to recognize that those normal stories are also extraordinary stories. They're also uh, beyond just, um, you know, God's grace is acting within them too. And so, you know, even, you know, everybody wants the, you know, the big, uh, you know, story, as you said, Paul being knocked off the horse or, you know, Scott Hahn having this incredible conversion to the Catholic Church. But when you, when you slow down and you take a look, um, you know, the, the way the Holy Spirit draws the majority of people in is typically not that. And so, uh, so being committed to being able to share and, and equip others to share their story that might seem normal is, is crucial to evangelization as a whole. Uh, so yeah, definitely couldn't agree with you more there. Um, I, but you know, t- today though, we're living in a different world, right? We're living in, uh, the, this coronavirus, uh, world and, uh, we're, we're now transitioning, uh, beginning maybe at the very beginning of transitioning out of this coronavirus, uh, to, come emerge and out emerge out of it. So I would love for you um, just to talk with us a little bit about how we can emerge on the positive side 
of the coronavirus? I have this vision of myself as being in a cocoon during this time, like the cocoon of the coronavirus, the isolation. And as we emerge from this, we have choices to make. We know that life is not going to be the same. And anybody that doesn't think any different was not around for 9-11 and saw what happened. They were permanent, permanent changes in how we did things. And it's going to be that way. And we can emerge from this uh, cocoon either for, as a, an encourage, encouraging person, an evangelist, say, to share what God did for us in, during this um, isolation. Or we can emerge as those continuously complaining people that are not really uh, helping themselves or anyone else. So I think for young, for young people, um, the, the path that they can, they have a lot to offer because as, as we emerge, we find perhaps their schoolmates, their fellow parishioners and, and coworkers they're showing a wide range of emotions like anger and, and fear and, and grief. And, and they, these emotions are all stemming from the same insecurity that we feel. So, so many turn to addictions and, and, and we, and you might say that, <laughs> that they're looking for love in all the wrong places. <laughs> we yeah. have to show them where that really, where that love really comes from. But most of them, they long for life to be restored exactly like the way it was before, fully and immediately. Yeah. Because <laughs> they long for that security and, and look for it in the past patterns of their life. But there's a story about the school children. They had a cocoon in their classroom, and all the children were excited about uh, the larva in there, and they saw it struggling and struggling, and they watching the whole process. And one day when the teacher wasn't there, a couple of the children decided that they were going to open that cocoon and help it out, help the larva out so he wouldn't have to struggle so much. And of course, you know what happened. It died because it did not yet have the strength to survive in the environment outside that cocoon. So I just, um, I don't, I don't want to be one of those that says demands that I have to be out there right now doing everything I did before, because maybe God's got some, some more strength I need to, he needs to give me some more strength. So a little bit more, um, sacrifice a little bit more, uh, to get that mindset th that I need to go out there and be that encouraging person and, and not cut that sh experience so short that I'm not strong enough to survive in that new environment. Yeah. You know, that is probably one of the most insightful things that I've heard yet about this entire thing, uh, that has been happening in our culture, that this is a cocoon and, uh, what an amazing analogy uh, that that just just totally hit me anyway, and I'm sure it's hitting our listeners too, where you know people that might be rushing out to to get back to normal life um, may not have the strength for the normal life and might and, and might crumble um, underneath that, might not be able to survive in this new world that we're going to be encountering. And if you think it's going to be uh, any different, as you just mentioned, if you think it's going to be any different, um, you know, it's it's probably not going to be. Um, it, it, it's going to be drastic changes. We're going to experience uh, drastic changes uh, to the way we're going to be living. And people are going to be living in 
in more fear of disease. And, uh, you know, there's going to be new protocols with flying. I mean, you could, all you have to do is take a glance at the news, which is constantly going, right, to be able to uh, get a, to get a uh, glance at it. Um, I, I do want to talk with you so much more about this. Uh, we do have to take a short break. Uh, coming up here. So uh, we're going to take uh, a, a quick break here, Nancy, and then when we come back, uh, we're going to continue talking about this uh, topic with you uh, and, of course, all your other great work uh, that you're doing uh, to help build up people's faith. Uh, this is Young Catholics Respond. I'm Bill Snyder. And on the other end, we're going to continue our conversation with Nancy Ward right back after these messages. Patchwork Heart Ministry is committed to sowing hope into broken hearts by helping young people encounter the love of Jesus Christ and His Catholic Church through prayer, storytelling, and media initiatives. We invite you to prayerfully consider supporting this mission financially. Mail your tax-deductible donation to Patchwork Heart Ministry at P.O. Box 563 Lake Geneva, Wisconsin, zip code 53147 or visit patchworkheart.org to donate online. That's Patchwork Heart Ministry, P.O. Box 563, Lake Geneva, Wisconsin, 53147, or online at patchworkheart.org. Hi, everybody. Bill Snyder here. Just want to thank you for listening to this episode of Young Catholics Respond. And as a founder of Patchwork Heart Ministry, we have so much more going on than just our podcasts. Check it out at patchworkheart.org. Your heart is always beating, but you never have to think about it. Welcome back to Young Catholics Respond. Once again, Bill Snyder. Hey, everybody. Welcome back here to this episode of Young Catholics Respond. I'm Bill Snyder. Uh, I'm talking with Nancy Ward, and she is an author and a journalist and speaker. Uh, and we're talking today a little bit about the coronavirus and also about uh, her latest book, Sharing Your Catholic Faith Story. I know, Nancy, you're talking, I uh, gave some great insights into the pandemic uh, right before the break, but I know it's, it's always so hard right when those breaks come up uh, in, the, in the program. Uh, I know you had a few more thoughts you wanted to share with us about, about the pandemic as well. I just wanted to share um, a little uh, antidote to the uh, pandemic, the effects of the pandemic. In uh, Mere Christianity, C.S. Lewis talks about uh, sharing Christ with others. And he talks about that. He talks about we have to spread what he calls the good infection. The good infection. Share Jesus Christ. He's the healer. He's the one that's doing all this in us. And I thought that was a really good uh, idea because the pandemic just leaves people in just such... Uh, chaos in their spiritual lives and every every part of their life but if we can be those that are spreading the good in, infection the the remedy to that then that gives them hope mm, that's beautiful you know spreading spreading the good infection uh that is a uh a wonderful quote, and C.S. Lewis is a you know, wonderful author as well and has so many great nuggets like that. So thank you so much for sharing that with our audience. Um, you know, I want to ask you a little bit about uh, how, how we can manage our expectations emerging from this virus because, uh, you know, we're, we're finding different levels of uh, people emerging in, in different states in different times, right? I mean, the, those of us who are emerging in, from New York City are emerging at a different rate from those of us who live in Wisconsin. And so how can we manage the expectations of ourselves 
and others in this in in this world and even you know the corporations that are that are um, being affected by this and going back to work you know of course we all want to get back out there and, and socialize and be with others but but I think we have to be realistic in that so how can we be realistic in those expe expectations I think re being realistic is where you start you look at where you are now and I look back like two months ago at where I was and I can see so many things that uh, the Lord has brought me through and walked with me and, and um, so I think you know what do I have to offer in the way of hope that this God has given me when I when I really needed it and um, you know there are times that I failed to trust him and I've just really had really bad day uh, about it because I, I got fearful and I stop trusting him with everything, which is what we have to do. But I ask the listeners think, did he abandon you when, in those times or did he reveal his, his merciful love to you in, in an unexpected way? Okay. So you, you look at your strengths and weaknesses and I think you'll find that you're gaining those strengths that you need. So you have to offer them one important thing and that's hope we've talked about so tell them about your hopes for the future based on what you have experienced in the last couple of months yes we've all had these um, experiences of, of, of insecurity and they all stem from that but we can we can use that to evangelize others yeah. by knowing those experiences those parts of our story Definitely, uh, you know, ab absolutely. Um, and, and I really appreciate, um, you know, you, you kind of challenging us to reflect back on our, on our lives over the past several weeks. I think, I think that that's a really important piece of this entire thing, Nancy, that you just called out for us to do because, um, we're, we're almost being put in, I want to say, um, you know, a mandatory review process in our lives, right? There's this mandatory yeah, review process uh -huh. that's going on. Uh, whether whether you want to call it, you know, an an Ignatian examine, you know, over over the past uh, several weeks that we've had to go through and examine the good, the bad, so that we can emerge stronger and be realistic as we emerge. As, as different as different people and, and what a great image i i want to reinforce the image that you gave in the first half of the program about the cocoon right um you know if you open the cocoon too soon you're not going to have the strength to enter into this new world in the in, in the form that god is calling you to um and so that is that is just a beautiful um you know image and i want to remind people of that as as uh nancy gave us a beautiful, beautiful way. Um, I, I think another big piece of this is to evangelize people uh, during or after this is over, right? Like, I think we're, you know, all realizing the, the hunger we have for God. And I think there's going to be even a more hunger for God uh, from, for, from those of us emerging uh out of the human family, you know, we were going to seek connection in one another, but we're also going to be seeking um, our connection with God. And so how do we capitalize on evangelizing those who are uh, maybe not as strong in faith as we are at, 
as we come out of this? Well, as I say, we have to know, we have to know where we are. We have to especially have to be, it has to be clear in our mind, our story. We have to, to have maybe a few skills to be effective, which I give um, many, many tools concerned with journaling and all kinds of different ways that you can approach this and uh, 10 tips for, you know, keeping you on track. Uh, but one of the things that people um, have trouble with is they, they uh, say, well, I don't want to brag about my accomplishments and how much God has done for me. But I'd like to say, address that to say, you are not doing that. You're not bragging on your accomplishments. You are giving glory to God for his goodness. And that goodness can come to others when encouraged by your story, they decide and they see that goodness in their own um, miserable life, that they see their life as miserable, but they can detect the, the misery and uh, the goodness in that. Mm. So sharing our story of hope has, has two purposes. As you said, Bill, in your show on hope, which I loved, how do we share our gratitude to God for all his goodness and mercy to us? So sharing our story is one of the ways that we can show our gratitude by glorifying him and sharing what he's done in our lives. And the second is sharing our story glorifies God and, and gives others hope in that way. So you have the, like I said, you have the antidote to the effects of the virus is your witness of Amen. Christian hope and your story of God's hope is, is in your life. That's the good infection that we can spread. And the thing about it is evangelism isn't carrying your Bible and your catechism around ready to answer every question. Evangelism is having your story ready to evangelize. And you'll have many incidences and many different opportunities to share that. Uh, let me give you an example. I told you what when my father died. Okay. So people are in grief. They lost, they've lost someone. And so I can truly say, I understand exactly how you feel. Because when my father died, the only one that could comfort me was God, and he can do that for you. I don't tell them the whole story of my life and take over the conversation. I just tell them that. And that plants that seed of hope. And then it also is kind of an invitation for them to come back. And, and, mm -hmm. and, and you can say, and, and let me know how you're doing with that. Let me know what God did for you. And that gives you that uh, opportunity to perhaps accompany them back to the church or accompany them into Christianity. And so you do know, you, it has to be your really true story. And, and the Holy Spirit will tell you which people to approach, or they'll approach you, and he will get, tell you the words. He will tell you which of your stories to tell, little stories to tell, because you've got this whole story of all of these God moments of, of God's blessing you. And, and you don't tell the whole story, but the Holy Spirit tells you which things to do and, and, and shows you exactly what to do. Just... Stay tuned to that Holy Spirit. That's really important. It is. It is. And, you know, I, listening to you uh, speak, you have so much wisdom. You have so much wisdom for, uh, you know, young Catholics, all Catholics out there that are listening to this. And and it is it, it is so true that, you know, your story, I think I've I think I've said it on previous programs, but I'll say it again here. You know, our stories are not about ourselves. Right. God has given you the story so that you can share it with other people. And that has come through in what you're saying uh, for us today and reminding uh, 
us today. Our stories are not about ourselves. They are about others. And uh, sharing that story of what God has done for you um, and the different portions of it as the Holy Spirit, being attentive to the Holy Spirit, that's the other really big thing that stuck out to me there uh, from what you were just saying, is being attentive to the Holy Spirit and listening to the Holy Spirit. Uh, you know, work in your life to say, all right, I want you to talk with this person, share with this person what's going on in your life or what, what I did in your life that was positive and I pulled you out of this negative story. And, and you're right, the Holy Spirit makes divine appointments with you for other, with other people. He, he does it. It's a real thing. And I know it's even happening right now on this program, Nancy, that there's somebody <laughs> out there listening to this going, oh my gosh, this story, this person has touched my heart. Um, and, you know, with that, uh, I, I want to ask you, you know, how the, how the book, uh, you know, uh, sharing your Catholic faith story uh, can give people the confidence to do exactly what you're saying. Because there's probably some people out there right now going, oh, I, I don't think I can do that. You know, so how, how does this equip them with the confidence to, to, to do that? Well, I'll give you a quote uh, from the introduction to the book uh, by Gary Zimak. It's really short. Someone is waiting to hear your faith story. If you're convinced that there's somebody out there that, that you and you alone have the remedy for because of where you are in your life and what you've experienced and what they've experienced, that, like you say, that's a divine appointment. And so the book gives us a confidence because we're sure of ourselves, not because of ourselves, because we've dedicated our life. We know the Holy Spirit's with us. God's walking with us. We know how to express pride in our life. Not word for word, but we know our story. We always have it with us. We're ready to um, ready to speak in, in the name of and we And look, the thing about it is we are bringing the presence of God in their to in their in their lives. We represent Him, and He He's there with us. And some of these people, they've really never understood that the Jesus in me is ministering to the Jesus in you, and mm -hmm. God is present with two or more. And in those conversations, they are so wonderful because we are we get so much from it. Yeah. It's it's just really the best high you can have. It really is. It really is. There is no better high for sure. Uh, Nancy, I want to ask you as we're wrapping up the program to tell us a little bit about how people can get in touch with you, get copies of the book, um, all of those things uh, that are so very important uh, because I know you've touched so many hearts uh, here today. Uh, so just let us know how people can get in touch with you and, and, and uh, how people can connect with you. Yes. Uh, if you want a workshop or a retreat, to schedule if we ever get back to that <laughs> where we can be together <laughs> that that information is on nancy hc ward at verizon nancy hc ward.com uh, my blog if you'd like to um network with some other people uh then or send me your story uh joyalive.net we we also have a facebook page where you can read stories and put your story and that's called your Catholic story. That's just a new group that we sort of get together and talk about evangelization. I think the best, the best thing that I could tell you is to always be ready 
you know, to give an explanation to anyone who asks you for a reason for your hope from St. Peter. That's, that's my charge to you. And I'll Amen. be happy to help you do it. Yeah. Be, uh, the book, um, the paperback right now, uh, just, just starting today, the paperback, if you buy it from joyalive.net, uh, I have some eBooks uh, left over from a promotion that kind of got shorted by the pandemic. So I have some free eBooks. If you buy the paperback from my website, then I can uh, send you um, a free eBook uh, of the same thing. And you'll have one to give to someone else. Yeah, so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, I really encourage you all to get a copy of Sharing Your Catholic Faith Story by Nancy Ward. Again, you can connect with her. Uh, at nancyhcward.com and and her blog joyalive.net I really appreciate uh, your your time Nancy we'll definitely have you back on the program uh, as you continue to uh, inspire so many people through your writing and speaking Uh, we'll definitely have you back on the program so thank you so much for uh, today's uh, you know sharing with us uh, just some great insights into our current situation and how to and, and how to have joy and evangelize coming out of it thank you I'm really a fan of patchwork ministries our <laughs> <ministry>. <laughs> all right well thank you and so this has been an episode of young Catholics respond until next time from all of us here at patchwork heart ministry I'm Bill Snyder keep beating to your Catholic heart you've been listening to young Catholics respond a radio initiative of Patchwork Heart Ministry. To learn more about our ministry and program, visit us at patchworkheart.org. Or to get exclusive access and early ministry updates, become our patron on Patreon by searching for Patchwork Heart Ministry.